Good morning. Welcome to the Marketing Minutes Podcast. My name is Patrick Laffin, and today is Thursday, May 19th, 2022. All right, let's get started by taking a look back at performance from yesterday. The NASDAQ finished down 4.73%. The S&P 500 finished down 4.04%. The Dow Jones Industrial Average finished down 3.75%. And lastly, the Russell 2000 ended the day down 3.56%. In terms of sector performance, the best performing sectors yesterday were utilities and healthcare. Utilities ended down 1.03%. Followed by healthcare, which ended the day down 2.6%. The worst performing sectors yesterday were consumer discretionary and consumer staples. Consumer discretionary ended down 6.6%, followed by consumer staples, which finished the day down 6.38%. The market finished sharply lower yesterday, as yet another major retailer reported rising cost pressures highlighting and intensifying investors' fears over inflation, profit margins, and the likelihood of a recession. But before we get into that, yesterday started with the release of some economic data. Total housing starts declined 0.2% month-over-month in April to a seasonally adjusted rate of 1.724 million units, while building permits decreased 3.2% month-over-month to 1.819 million. Now, building permits are a leading indicator. So the key takeaway is that building permits were down month over month for single family units in every region, emphasizing home builders' reluctance to build new homes in the face of high labor costs and high material costs, as well as rising mortgage rates, all of which have created affordability and demand pressures for buyers. Elsewhere, the weekly MBA mortgage application index dropped 11% following a 2% increase in the prior week. So a slower day in terms of economic data And while neither report likely had a large impact on performance yesterday, both reports further affirm the fact that inflation and high costs are affecting the market everywhere. And that fact was perhaps nowhere more evident than in the earnings report of a major U.S. retailer yesterday who reported earnings before the bell. Target missed its earnings per share estimates and reported that its first quarter profit fell by half while warning of a bigger margin hit due to rising fuel and freight costs in future quarters. The company also warned of waning consumer demand for discretionary items such as televisions and furniture. Target's miss on earnings and dreary outlook for future quarters eerily mirrored the weak earnings report from Walmart on Tuesday, who also trimmed profit forecasts and warned of rising prices for consumers. Now, Target ended the day down 24.9%, so tough day for the company. But the effects from their earnings report were far-ranging yesterday. The reason being, these reports prove that inflation is more widespread than many believe, and that if these giant retailers are struggling in this inflationary environment and being forced to pass on cost increases to consumers, it will likely lead to diminished consumer demand and ultimately hurt the whole economy. Other retailers took a hit on the back of Target's miss, with the Spider S&P retail ETF falling 8.4%. Amazon dropped 7.2%, Best Buy 10.5%, Dollar General shed more than 11%, Dollar Tree declined more than 15%, Macy's dropped 12%, while shares of Kohl's fell by more than 10%. So inflation and cost increases were front and center yesterday for investors. 
Investors who are also dealing with a plethora of other concerns and uncertainties, including the conflict in Ukraine, supply chain issues, pandemic-related lockdowns in China, and monetary policy tightening by central banks, all of which have weighed on financial markets recently and strengthened concerns about a global economic slowdown or even a recession. As a result, it should be no surprise that all 11 sectors finished down more than a percent yesterday, with consumer discretionary and consumer staples being the weakest performers by far, each finishing down over 6%. Technology was another sector hit hard yesterday, closing 4.7% lower, which obviously affected the market as it is the most heavily weighted sector. And there was really nowhere to hide yesterday, as even the defensive-oriented utilities sector was down over a percent. To make matters worse, there was no buy-the-dip mentality amid all the inflation-induced growth concerns. Meanwhile, volatility, as measured by the CBOE Volatility Index, also known as the VIX, jumped over 18%, so a tough day for equities. While this was going on, investors flocked to the relative safety of the treasury market, causing the 10-year treasury yield to fall 8 basis points to end the day at 2.89%. In conclusion, it was an inflation-induced massacre for the markets yesterday. Hopefully, we can bounce back today, but in this current environment, there is no telling. Regardless of what happens, though, as always, I'll be sure to keep you updated. Moving on to headlines... Turkey delayed the start of NATO discussions with Finland and Sweden yesterday, just hours after the Nordic countries submitted their formal applications, signaling the start of what could be a difficult process to extend the alliance and restructure Europe's security framework. So Turkey's opposition denied the consensus required to carry the membership process forward, and also ruined the historic occasion for two countries that had been staunch supporters of military non-alignment until Russia's invasion of Ukraine changed their mind about security. Now, Turkey said it still needed to work through some issues related to Finland and Sweden joining the alliance, according to two officials familiar with the decision. However, many believe the move has more to do with Turkish President Erdogan's beef with Sweden over the fact that they offer asylum to members of the Kurdistan Workers' Party. Now, NATO diplomats believe that Turkey will eventually capitulate and allow the extension. However, now, a process that was originally projected to take months may take longer and may be more difficult than planned. If allowed to go through, the move would quadruple NATO's land border with Russia. In other news stories, it was announced yesterday that in its annual rebalance, the S&P 500 removed Tesla from its ESG index. Meanwhile, Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, and even the oil and gas conglomerate ExxonMobil were named to the list. The S&P 500 ESG index ranks and effectively recommends firms to investors based on environmental, social, and governance data. Its criteria includes hundreds of data points about how enterprises influence the environment and treat stakeholders other than shareholders, including as consumers, employees, vendors, partners, and neighbors. Tesla's lack of a low-carbon strategy and codes of business conduct, as well as racism and poor working conditions, were cited as factors in the score. Tesla's handling of a National Highway Transportation Safety Administration inquiry also weighed on its grade. So not good news for Tesla. And lastly, DeepMind, a Google-owned British startup, may be on the approach of reaching human-level artificial intelligence. Nando De Freitas, a DeepMind research scientist and Oxford University machine learning professor, has declared that the game is done in the quest to create artificial general intelligence, also known as AGI. 
AGI is the ability of an intelligent agent to understand or learn any intellectual task that a human being can and has huge potential to benefit the world, but it has already been identified as a future threat that could wipe out humanity either deliberately or by accident. So interesting yet scary story there. And we'll end today, as we always do, by taking a look back at some famous historic events from May 19th of the past. Starting today in 1588, when the 130-ship Spanish Armada set sail for England with the mission of overthrowing Protestant Queen Elizabeth I and restoring Catholic rule over England. In 1643, the colonies of Massachusetts Bay, Plymouth, Connecticut, and New Harbor formed the New England Confederation. The goals of this confederation were to protect the colonists from the French in Canada and the Native Americans and to safeguard their commercial interests from the Dutch in New Netherlands, which would later be known as New York. In 1894, the Ringling Brothers opened a small circus in Wisconsin, which would eventually become the largest circus company in the world, known as the Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus. In 1962, Marilyn Monroe sang happy birthday to President John F. Kennedy. And lastly, one year later in 1963, Martin Luther King's letter from Birmingham jail is published. The letter defended his nonviolent resistance against racism and segregation and became one of the central texts for the civil rights movement in the United States. So with that, I hope everyone has a great day. I am Patrick Laffin, and this is the Marketing Minutes Podcast. Please note the content of this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. It is not a recommendation of any specific investment product, strategy, or decision. It is not intended to suggest taking or refraining from any course of action. It is not intended to address the needs, circumstances, or investment objectives of any specific investor.